In the Zuchus of the Heilige Bochum sitting here today, we will be able to finish the 13th Perek. Okay? But the Ramchal leaves us off with a very vague ending. He set us up a very strong question, and he left us off with a not clear Mahalach, so I want to try to go into the Amkis Abyssal, okay? You ready, Grazi, for some Amkis? Yeah. Huh? Okay. So we said that there's good precious, there's good ways, there's good things that you should abstain from in this world, and there's bad precious, right? And the Messiah Sisharim says that the bad precious is a person who takes away from himself or holds back from himself things that are mukhrach. Mukhrach means necessities. If he denies himself necessities, that's not good. The yasu gufum biyasurim, you cause yourself to suffer. That's not good to suffer. Good? And where we're up to reading, he says, this is exactly the words we're up to, va'amru. Anybody who consistently fasts for the purpose of precious, nikra hote is called a sinner. Vehemidu, and the Chazal said, bedelo matzi mitzar nafsheh. There's different types of people. For some people, fasting doesn't cause them tsar. So, Earlier, the Ramchal Bora Chazal that said that anybody who fasts is called holy. Now he's bringing a Chazal that says anybody who fasts is a sinner. So what does it depend on? Well, that depends on the person, of what type of person you are. If the fasting will elevate you, but it will not metzair you, then you do fasting. But if fasting is above your abilities... And therefore it's causing you tsar, then it's a chet. Okay? That's the idea. And then he says, Vihilel Omer, Haya Omer, and Hillel used to say, Gomel nafsho ish haser, al achilata bokem. When he ate in the morning, he said, I'm doing kindness with my body. Vayar ochetz, panaviyadav lechvot kono, and he washed his hands and face. As an honor to his creator, because the human being is B'Tselem Aleikim. So he's like a statue of the king. Ezra Kohn, where are you going to sit today? Should I make another seat for you next to me? Come, bring a chair. We'll stuff you in. Come here, come here, come here. Malcolm Kavua. Okay, so now. He's the Rosh Shabbat. Come, we'll make room. Come on the table. What? Come, 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 come. You're famous now. You're famous. Hundreds of people are going to listen to you. Now, you listening? So we see that Hillel was, part of his Avodah Hashem was eating, washing. Right? Just like the statues of the kings, they washed them, they machabed them. So a human being is not just a human being, he's the Tselem Aleikim, he's a statue of Hashem, and he has to be treated and taken care of. Okay? 
Haklal Ha'amiti. This is the last paragraph of the parak, and let's see the summary, and then we're going to talk. Okay? Heavy goods. Devere, when you finish yawning, I'll go. You ready? Okay. <laughs> now. Harelecha Haklal Ha'amiti. Anything that's not a necessity for a man, it's good for you to be poresh from it. Anything that's a necessity for you, for whatever reason it's a necessity to you, Meaning it's not something that's a necessity necessarily. There's not like a, a list that says, oh, every man needs this. You have your own needs. So to you, this is a mukhrach. If you stay away from what you need as a necessity, this person is a sinner. This is the rule, but the details of the rule. For that, you have to use your brains. You have to know what's considered for you a mukhrach and what's considered for you an extra. Because the guy can walk around saying everything is mukhrach for me and then the guys forget about it. Or he could be thinking that he could go stronger than what he really could do. Goes over the limit, and then he's a chote. So you need to have shikul hadat. I gave you the rules, the rest I leave to your brains to figure out. That's what he says. It's not possible to explain all the nuances of the details. Because it's many. And a human being is not smart enough to chop all the protein like this. As he comes into situations, he should think into it. That means some things you can give a course on, and you can chop the whole sugi with all the protein, and some things are too vast for that. So as you come into the situation, you have to down the situation. Ad Khan. Now this is very, very complicated to understand. Okay? Because we can't say that the barometer and the measuring stick for what's for me and what's not for me is if it causes me tzar. Because without a question, once you got used to something, if you're going to try to go away from it, it's going to cause you tzar. For sure. Not a question. Because he's not saying precious is only don't get yourself into something. So let's say you never wore, uh, uh, you know, custom-made suits. So don't get yourself into it. Make It's not mukhrach for you now. That's one level of precious. One level of precious is don't get yourself into stuff that you're not into yet. If you didn't get the Tesla, don't get the Tesla. If you didn't get these fancy cars, which I warned them not to get into, because once they get into it, people come to you with these, say they have a great deal. That's like the dumbest cheshben I ever heard in my entire life. Because this car is a great deal. But once you get used to it, you can't live without it. The next one ain't going to be a great deal. But at that point, you're going to have to pay because you can't get out. 
So they caught you. They suckered you right in, as they call it in English. And now you took the bait like this fish who has no seichel. And he sees the bait in the water and he goes and he gets it and then he gets a hook on him. That's you. You got hooked on. And now you are stuck in this world of luxuries and you're a bachar in yeshivas and you don't even have money. So now you can't even afford your your thing. So now you have faced with a big problem. So I stay in Kolel and learn. But now if I do that, I can't get the next nice car. I have to go downgrade to, to the Kia. You know? One of those other brands, off brands. So, or I have to go to work to live up to my uh, tithes that I already got stuck with. And then you gave up your whole ruchnis and your whole nitzchis. How's it you, you know? You might as well put a big bumper stick in the back of your car and say, I am a very big shaita. Might as well. Because that's what the car says about you. The car says about you are shaita. No, it was a good deal, and the ride is so smooth, and I drive from Lakewood to Brooklyn, and Brooklyn to Lakewood, and then I can have Menuchas HaNefesh, and I can learn better with all these Cheshboinis. Hashem Yishmur, the guy's like Azak Krumah Lamdin, you know? If he learns like that at Rajba, I think he should should go to business, you know? So anyways, I'll copon him. So there's a level of pirishud where you could say, don't go into the territory that you have not experienced yet, because once you're going to go into that territory, you're going to get used to it, right? But that's not the only thing that pirishud applies to. For example, earlier in the Mesilat Yisharim, he said that once a person gets married, so now he has a wife. He didn't have a wife before. So now he's ragil. He's forced to be ragil. He's married. And then Ezra Sofer said, well, we have to put limits on you. And we have to say that you have to go to the Mikveh. That way it's limited, right? So the Ragil is there. He's married, the Ragil is there. Even the Talmud Hakam is Ragil. And therefore we needed Ezra Sofer to make a, a way to hold you back from Ragilis. There was Tsar involved in that, because once you're Ragil, once it's something that's part of your reality, there's a Tsar. No question about it. So therefore you say, oh, there's tsar, I don't have to do it. What's the vart? means the Basil is saying, a hechrach, if something that's a necessity, if you're going to take it away, you're going to get pain. You're going to betzar yourself. That's a chat. But then you have to make precious. But the question is, every precious is going to have tsar. There's no such a thing of precious that doesn't have tsar. It's a bishleim, you hear my kasha? Let's get the amkis here. Bishlam is something that you never got yourself into in the first place. Maybe there's only a slight tsar because you see your friends doing it and the oilum's doing it. So you have to hold yourself back. It's enticing. It looks good. Okay. But it's a very small tsar because you never really, it never became part of your reality yet, right? But now, things that became part of your reality. So let's say you're a kid, right? You're a kid. And when you were a kid, your level of uh, strength wasn't so great. And your level of intellect wasn't so great. And you got yourself into all these things, right? Now you're 35 years old, you're growing up, you're learning in Kolel. And you say, you know, it's time to move ahead of these small things, right? But now it's part of my, uh, I'm ragil to it, right? I'm already ragil to it. 
So there's going to be tsar. When you're going to make change, there's going to be tsar. Oh, can't do tsar. So it's now became mukhrach. Now all these taivas became mukhrach. That's not the, it's confusing what he said. There's things that are mukhrach, and there's things that are taivas. So the point is, what's mukhrach, you're not allowed to get rid of. And what's taiva, you're allowed to get rid of, whether it's difficult or not difficult. Every change in life is difficult. There hasn't been a change in this world that's not difficult. If you got used to sleeping till 9 o'clock in the morning, on let's say Shabbat, people got used to sleeping, they think that you don't have to be religious on the weekend. A new hashkofa that's in the world, that religion is only Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Friday, Shabbat, and Sunday, religion is not really no game. Okay, so you fell into that pitfall. Okay, so Friday, you push it potter from Minyan. That's like not even a Shiloh. Because Thursday night, you stay up the whole night doing shtus and vavolo. Not learning, of course not. Guy can't learn for more than 45 minutes, you know, without a Rebbe teaching him. And now the guy's uh, up the whole night doing nothing because it's Thursday night. I don't know where he saw that in the Torah. I don't know where he got that from. He made up his own shtusim, okay? So now, Thursday night's up the whole night. Friday, he doesn't go to the minyan or learn. Potter from learning and from minyan. Fine. Now, Friday night, he has also his own Torah. That it says in his Torah, Friday night, you drink. And you you eat chalent. And you do all these funny zachen. And then you don't get up Shabbat day either. You roll into the... All of a sudden, you became a chassidisha. You know, every guy became a chassidisha. So you want to be a Hasid, then shave your chip off. You know? But okay. He's Hasid. And even the Hasidim, the guy starts 9.30, he gets there for Musaf with the Hasidim, only because they give good chalent and kugel and, and, and drinks at the end, you know? So this guy is really in a bad regulus over here, okay? And then he ate so much over the weekend, and the rest of Shabbat he slept the whole time, so he couldn't sleep Friday with Motei Shabbat. So now Sunday he has a sleeping disorder because Motzei Shabbat he couldn't sleep and he has belly aches. So Sunday's out. So basically the guy's religion begins on Monday and it ends on Thursday. Okay, so let's say you, you chas for shalom. Nobody over here has this problem because you come to Musa so you're not this type of people. But let's say chas for shalom, a person fell into this rut for a long time. Okay, so now for him to start changing and going to sleep on time Thursday night and getting up Friday morning to pray and Friday night after the meal he goes and he sits down and he has a Seder and he learns and then he goes to sleep like a normal person and he goes shachlit the next day like a normal person, right? This type of guy. That change is a very painful change. You have such a regulus. You have such a it's not just the regulus that your body got used to it, and your body clock got used to it, and your taste got used to it. Your brain got used to it. You know what that means? Your brain got used to it? To you, it makes sense now. That's the funny thing of how the brain works. Because you can't live with yourself knowing that you are acting like what they say in Yiddish, a poyer. You know what a poyer is? Hakam, you know what a poyer is? A farmer. When you, you can't live with yourself that you're acting like a poyer, that you're acting like a farmer, when you're a ben Torah. So you have to somehow make sense out of it. It has to fit in your religion too. 
So your brain for years was working out this thing that in religion it's okay. And your body got used to it. Now you have to make a change. So you go, oh, tsa'ar, patur. And kazadavar. Life is about growing. Life is about changing. Life is about becoming, taking away your desires. And exercising more self-control. And learning how to, to push yourself. So what's the hagdara? You hear the kasha sa'ida? What's the hagdara? What's considered the mukhrach and what's not considered mukhrach? Okay? So this is a very complicated sugya and it's a very important sugya because this is the problem today's society. Tremendous problem today's society. I'm going to try to bring out an abkase, okay? Now, the thing, the usually the, the barometer that we use to tell where you're going too much and where is okay, even though it's difficult, the barometer, you gotta hear the Amkis here, Habesai. Cohen, you're listening? The barometer is always, where is it taking away what we call Minuhat Nefesh? Okay? You have a Nefesh. God gave you a soul. And your soul has certain Kohot, Kohot Nefesh. When you do things above the ability of your Koha Nefesh, this Causes a tremendous lack of benuksanefesh and yishuv hadas, which is like your uh, alarm clock to tell you stop over here, because now you're putting too much stress and anxiety and all kinds of things that are making you lose your benuksanefesh. That says stop. This is above your koach. That means you could have, it could be difficult, it could be hard, it could be work involved, it could be avoider, but the minuch still has to be there. When you take things on that is breaking your minuch that's when your nefesh says, this is too much. You understand that? Here's the aside. Here's the aside. Your site is, you gotta get this clear. Your site is that you have to be healthy. Okay? Now healthy people do have challenges and stress in a certain way, but they can deal with it. They have the call and to deal with it. When a guy's in business, right? A guy's working in business. Business is full with challenges. And full with difficulties, right? And that's work involved. And sometimes there's a lot of self-control involved. Sometimes you want to tell your worker something, but if you tell your worker something, he ain't going to work for you no more. And if he ain't going to work for you no more, you're going to be left without a work. Sometimes you want to bop your boss over the head. But if you do so, you won't be able to pay your rent. So you you got to shut your mouth and be civil certain things, right? But sometimes a person's in a situation in work that his nefesh, it's not mesugal for him as nefesh. The work itself is not fitting with his koichis nefesh Or let's say he's in a, in a work, in a situation where he cannot feel any satisfaction from his work. So that's called avodat parech, which the Gemara talks about by paro, where he gave people work that they cannot feel satisfaction. So the nefesh is being amel without getting any schar amelut. The nefesh is, can't handle that. So then, 
you start to break apart. You start to crack up. That's where you lose your menuch sanefesh. That's dangerous for you. Okay? So in Avoidus Hashem, we have these things too. A person has to, can deal with challenges. He can deal with the work. He can deal with the self-control. He can push himself. But, he has to have minuchat nefesh I'll give you a marshal like, okay? Let's say a guy has a good car, safe car, drives good, and he's driving on the Garden State Parkway with a, with a, with a, lanes are nice and wide, and it's a good, good thing going on there, right? He's got a good driving car, okay? He may not have the Lamborghini Urus, but he has a good car, okay? And he's driving down the highway. So the driver's bad, some okay for him. He's good with the drive. Here and there, we come on the situation. Sometimes it's snowing out. The roads are a little icy. There's people driving wild next to him, right? So that requires now, he can't sit back in his Tesla and do self-drive because this is a scam, you know? Self-drive until 20 people died, you know? Self-drive when you drive on a highway when nobody's there, right? Okay, so now... He has to pay attention. He has to get his senses have to come all together. Focus on his driving and drive carefully and be careful. So he, his car is good. His road is good. The situation is stressful and therefore he can work with that. That guy's okay. But sometimes you have a guy who drives a car that the car itself is unsafe. He's driving in these like roads to Amuka. You never drove up to Amuka. If you make, if you space out for a half a second, you'll be down on the bottom of the mountain, you know? So now the whole situation is like stressed out. The whole thing, the whole derech is no good. The derech is no good. That type of derech is a very bad derech. It'll ruin your minuchsan efesh. So you have to know that we have to find the derech of avoid that's comfortable for us. And how we have to grow at the pace that we're built to grow. You have to find that place. And your derech is good. But there are things that come in the way that you have to deal with. That's okay. Got it? Now here's what I explained to you before. That this generation makes a problem. We were talking before when I first came here. The guys were complaining how cold it is. Right? It is cold. I think my car said 24 degrees. Right? It's cold. Right? But the point is like this. Our problem with cold is not that it's cold. Our problem is in our generation, we can't deal with discomfort. Not the fact that it's cold. We cannot deal with discomfort. That's the pain. Not the cold. It's the discomfort. And society is trying to feed into that thing of a person. That, okay, so we'll make this coat and we'll make this fur and we'll make this thing and then we'll have the automatic starter so you should never feel any ounce of discomfort, right? It's all about trying to remove discomfort from people's lives and making you become a very weak person to deal with discomfort. You have Bochum, they call you up. They have the chutzpah, they call you up. Uh, uh, yeah, where are you? You know, Shachid, uh, first Seder, you know, it's 11 o'clock. Rabbi, come pick me up. I need a ride. What happened to your feet, you know? Try that on your boss. He'd fire you before you even think about it. You have a chryas. 
You're not doing me no favor when you come to learn. You're doing yourself a favor. You have ahrayut, and I'm nice enough to help you. You know? If you don't want to help yourself, then go off the D. What do I care? That's your problem, right? I'm doing you a favor here. You have ahrayut to show up and be part of the situation. Then we will teach you, right? No, I can't walk. I can't walk. In this generation, you can't do anything that will compromise your comfort at all. Because that's what the mentality of society is doing to a person. That's why all of a sudden they don't realize that life is full of uncomfortable situations. Full. So then you want to know why divorce rates are up? Why half the people have to be in therapy to get through their regular day of life? Man, what's the matter? Why do you need a therapist to help you get dressed in the morning? You know? There are situations where people need therapy. They went through trauma. They went through hard things. I got it. But, you know, the, so many the numbers of people that need help. I mean, listen, Cohen's father's making a living because of this. It's a great place to make a living. If you want to be a therapist, you'll always have customers, you know? So, but the point is that we cannot deal with any discomfort. The problem that creates for us is that now we became mukrach. We created a level of mukrach that our menuch sanefesh gets whipped off in three seconds. The more you indulge in the world, the more that's not the question of taiva per se. The more you're trying to avoid discomfort and find every product that brings you comfort, the more you're creating a problem for yourself because now your menuch sanefesh goes out quick. And therefore, you hurt your ability to grow. A person has to learn how to deal with discomfort that life doesn't have to be perfect. Doesn't have to be perfect. But I'm so uncomfortable because if I don't have a car, I'm lacking the freedom. I'm totally beyond a That pain is so deep. Why is that pain so deep? So that's a discomfort. It's true. Discomfort is true. But we spoiled ourselves and we, we, we created a philosophy. We created a philosophy that you cannot be discomfort. We created that philosophy. And now it's like push it. You talk to your father, you say, listen, you got me pants, you know, you don't only walk outside without pants. So a car, pants, same thing, you know. What's an afkimina? Right? That's how we became. This is dangerous. Because then you get married and then you say, aha, it's discomfort. Then you have kids and then you say, aha, it's discomfort. And then you go to work for your boss because you got to make a living and then you say, aha, it's discomfort. But now I can't, I didn't learn how to deal with discomfort. So the pain is so great. You understand? And for sure, this is something we have to work on. It's very important. We have to stop. I would love to talk about this all day. But what are we going to do? We had a break.